Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belbar with Equinely Inclined, the equine podcast for the internet horse community. Episode 192, Reflections on the 2019 Chilliwack Main Event Expo, recorded on November 6, 2019. Brought to you in part by Ponsai Digital Media with online strategy consulting and advising by sylviaschneider.ca. And this episode is also brought to you by you, our listeners, through your generous monthly support. Thank you for that support. Hi, I'm Sylvia Schneider. And I'm Diana Belbar. This episode will include what Diana has been up to while Sylvia was away. And Sylvia's recap of her trip and the main event expo in Chilliwack, B.C. Exclusive content highlights. Subscribe now before the price goes up. And an interview with Kyle Fisher, winning trainer of the Trainer's Challenge Chilliwack. So, Diana, before we get started, I really want to say my heart Mm. goes out to all the people in California who have been dealing with power outages and fire. I see the images of the horses running and sometimes with people and sometimes on their own, and I can't imagine what the people and their horses are going through. We have longtime Californian supporters of our podcast, and I would love to know if they are safe. Oh, for sure. Let's hope the situation improves soon, and perhaps someone down there will have time to update us. Right. I have a lot of friends who are not involved with horses and they've declared themselves safe on Facebook which makes me feel good but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't I haven't been able to connect with some of the people that are horse people right well whenever we get to complaining about the weather here whether it's too cold or too rainy or too windy or it's snowing in September <laughs> or it's minus 13 today my mom <sighs> likes to remind me that we don't have floods and we don't have hurricanes yes and we don't deal with the kinds of fires that they're dealing with in California right now. I mean, up north, we've dealt with that. Yes. But not not down here in central Alberta. Mm -hmm. And she's right. You know, we don't have really extreme weather here in Strathcona County. Yeah. And at 97, soon to be 98, I think she has a great attitude. Your mom is amazing. I Mm -hmm. I keep saying that. Um, But yeah, minus 17. What did you say it is where you are? Well, I thought it was minus 13. Is it minus Minus, 17? No, it's minus 20 out here. So Uh, (laughs) that's just the difference. That's without the wind chill. 15 minutes difference between you and that's Celsius people so not quite that (laughs) that's true Mm -hmm. that's true so Diana I know you had a few things occupying your time when I was away so tell us what you were up to (laughs) well let's see you know we always like to say introduce new people to horses Mm -hmm. and that's what I was doing the first weekend while you were away so on Saturday it was the Hastings Lake Hoedown and we were giving pony rides to the children and to a few adults oh lucky them (laughs) yeah and often they're the same children each year but you know this year there were quite a few who had never been up on a horse. So we used Pepper, who's yeah. about 13 hands. She's yeah. a, a mid, mid-sized pony. Yeah. And Bailey, who's a little over 16 hands and <laughs> is part workhorse. So she's yes. she's a big girl. Yeah. And it was so cute to see them start on Pepper and then ask to move up to Bailey. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, at four inches a hand, that would be a 12, that would be a whole foot. Yeah. A 12 inch difference. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I, when you say it that way, it doesn't seem like that much to me. Oh, well, it seems like. like a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I stand five foot three. Mm-hmm. And at five foot three, I'm taller than Pepper's head head yeah right yeah. but I can't see over Billy's wither 
Right. So <laughs> Bailey is actually 65 inches yeah. at the wither. Yeah. And I'm only 63 inches at yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. So the kids had to walk up three step, a three step mounting block. Mm-hmm. And then with the help of the stirrup and the saddle horn and someone pushing from behind, <laughs> they'd, they'd get up on top of Bailey. And one little boy said, it's like climbing a mountain. Oh, that's so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> and things like, I can see so far up here. <laughs> it would you seem know. like climbing a mountain. Yeah. yeah for a little kid you know my perfect size horse is 15 3 and so even 16 like one more inch <laughs> bailey just feels too big yeah, for she's me 16 one yeah oh okay mm-hmm. right yeah all right two inches yeah anyway yeah oh and by the way that that's um for those of you who think in metric that means diana you're 160 centimeters and bailey is 185 centimeters <laughs> right. so uh-huh. yeah so right the next day on sunday it was my granddaughter's ninth birthday oh <laughs> So I, I was telling everybody she was going to be eight, so uh, no. she is growing quickly. <laughs> I know, I'm pretty sure she's nine. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, she invited 14 children to her oh. pony party. So, I mean, since she had her pony party last year, she's been a very popular child on the birthday party circuit. Oh, I bet. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, and it's always a little iffy to have mm-hmm. an outdoor party planned for the end of October. I know. I kept hoping that you would have good yeah. weather for it. Yeah. Well, even yeah. in the morning, it wasn't great. But we by had, the afternoon, it was mostly sunny and not windy, and it was lovely. So. I, I have to say, we had pouring rain. That's oh. what we had most of the time that we were away. I, oh, I mean pouring. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did too, but anyway. Yeah. So, we started with the introduction about horses and how they evolved so i had them pretending to eat grass and then i asked them what they could see mm-hmm. grass and leaves and sticks they were all saying and <laughs> then i asked them if they could guess why horses had such a long nose and they raised their heads up a foot then yeah. and they were surprised to see how much more they could see <laughs> right? so we talked about the position of horses eyes how they're set out to the side and how far beside and behind them they could uh, see yes. and how horses ears could swivel oh. and what could you could tell about their where their attention was you did a good job how they were Diana. feeling yeah and I, what i really loved was seeing the expressions on their parents faces <laughs> when they when they saw what they were learning well yeah right? i was just gonna say they so. probably didn't expect such a great educational <laughs> event yeah. And then it was on with the helmets and boots and off to the horses for the big safety talk. Right. Which is, you know, but, you know, how they see and uh, all the rest of the evolution yes, helps yes. with that, too. Mm-hmm. And then they all took turns riding in small groups. And the yeah. rest of them would be off exploring the farm with the sheep and the chickens and the geese and, you know, picking <laughs> up eggs and things so, like that. There's so much to see at your place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so one young girl told me when she got up on her horse, she said, I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. She said, at last year's party, I was too afraid to ride. Mm. And I said, and look at you now. <laughs> right? She was so proud of herself. And her dad was busy snapping pictures. And he told me later that uh, she regretted not riding the moment they left the farm. And last, she'd last been, year. Last year. Yeah. And she'd been waiting and hoping that Blythe would have another pony party this Aww. year so that she could ride. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. And another little girl showed up a day early Uh-oh. and was going to be out of town the next day. Oh, no. And yeah. But, you know, we were out in the arena teaching anyway. And, and it was, you know, young kids. Mm-hmm. And, Fortunately, Blythe was on her way out with her mom to get the clubhouse ready for the party. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Um, just stay. Blythe yeah. is on her way out. You guys can ride today instead. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, yeah. that worked out nicely. 
That's great. Yeah, she got even more of a lesson than the other kids did. Yeah. Anyway, oh, but, man. Lucky but girl. I got to tell you, the cutest thing ever mm-hmm. was the fun they had playing in a grass hay bale, <laughs> making a big... My, my little my little grandson, he's seven. Yeah. He was so proud of himself. <clears throat> we made a straw house, Grandma. <laughs> and I thought, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. And I got <laughs> over there and they had... He said, we have uh, rooms for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I got over there and I looked at her and I just shook my head. That reminds me of when one of my kids, Tim, was uh, he was playing in the, the hay pile right like uh-huh. the, the square oh, bells yeah. and it scared the bejeepers yeah. out of me but he just loved it so much and so i just was really carefully watching him because yeah. you know how those can shift oh right? they can fall yeah. yeah so well it took me 45 minutes to gather all the hay back up and they were feeding the animals right so yeah. they would grab an armful of hay and walk around the yard oh. feeding animals oh. hay everywhere oh dear oh you're anyway. such a patient person <laughs> yeah i got it back into some semblance of a pile but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the time you were away, I, I took five days off work, ah. off and on, off and on. Every time we had a bit of good weather, so that yep. tells you how many days of good weather we had. Yes. Um, I was taking advantage of it to get ready for winter. Well, we had about three days of good weather, but we <laughs> packed an awful lot into our trip. So if you want to hear about it, you better buckle up. <laughs> you were gone for 10 days, right? <laughs> we were, yeah. And this is weird, but I'm going to start with our trip after the main event because of what you just said. Um, <laughs> it just kind of reminded me. After the main event, we stopped in Kelowna for a coffee catch-up with my hubby's brother and sister-in-law, and then we roared into Salmon Arm, where we had lunch with Janice Tyndall, oh. who runs Tyndall Park <laughs> Equestrian Center, and she raises warm bloods there. And I, I haven't seen her for years. Mm-hmm. And she brought her friend Carol Doran, who does pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, which I really don't know a lot about either. So I just had to mention that now, because Janice <laughs> sounded just like you. I have so much to do before winter comes, I have no idea how I'm going going to get it all done. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So anyway, from the beginning, we drove to Vancouver, BC and visited with my sister-in-law. And next day, we caught the ferry to Vancouver Island and visited with my brother and another sister-in-law for a few days. Then we popped up the, uh, the coast to the north and visited with friends I hadn't seen for a while. Then caught an early ferry to the mainland so we could head down to the U.S. for a quick of shopping course. trip. Yeah, yes. be in BC and not head for a shopping <laughs> That's trip. That's for sure. Then, then we returned so we could visit with my husband's aunt and uncle before heading to Chilliwack the night before the main event. <laughs> you really packed a lot into oh, that trip. we did. Yeah, and some of it wasn't stuff that we had planned. So it was like, <laughs> oh, we can fit this in. So let's do it, right? So, yeah. And, you know, I'm just not a morning person. <laughs> oh, I, I know that. I know. So I arrived at the main event in body, but my brain was trailing behind me somewhere. And the first thing I did was sit down and watch Jamie Irwin's dressage clinic. Uh, he was working on transitions with beginners. P.S. He has a very nice voice. <laughs> Which we'll get to hear in an interview sometime. See? Yeah, yeah. Um, but unlike in April at the Red Deer Main Event Expo, when he had lost oh, his voice right. and we couldn't interview him, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, you'd be proud of me, Diana. I decided since there was only one of me there, yeah. I had to see each of the trainers in the Trainers Challenge. I had to see each of their first sessions. So I planted myself at the round pen and even took notes. <laughs> That's awesome. I 
I know. Did you have a feel after that first session as to who might win? You know, it was really tough to say. One trainer was doing too good after the first session, and we've seen that blow up in the past. Yeah, moving too quickly. I know. And one trainer had a very difficult horse but accomplished a good amount after the first session, and one trainer didn't get very far at all. I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> So then, much as I dearly wanted to go and watch Jamie Irwin's next session, I thought it would be interesting to watch Kim Peterson's session about dressage, working equitation style, what sets us apart. Meaning, what sets working equitation dressage apart from the classical dressage, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and there I met... Anne, I think her first name was Anne, Anne Fraser. And it was really nice to have a companion there to share the experience with. Oh, okay. So I don't know Anne. No, 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 no. It was just somebody I met there and we started talking. So we were both sitting kind of in the front row watching things. Oh, yes. Yeah. I really loved Kim's instruction style. She was fun and not too serious but serious enough to expect proper execution of the exercises she was teaching. And she taught basic dressage principles, but then used them with the garacha, that long pole, to do some more basic exercises. And they did exercises in steps that led up to using the garacha to uh, lance a ring from the top of a 2D bowl stand, right? Uh And deposit it in a barrel hand side down so she was very specific she says you need to go up and you lance the ring and when it comes down the pole you hold it with your hand so it doesn't get wrapped around your arm I don't want any (laughs) safety accidents and she says then you deposit the pole hand side down in the barrel so yeah it it kind of reminded me of PPG like the Prince Philip games yeah 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 Mm -hmm. well I love watching them work with the garacha it's it's such a unique piece of apparatus and it kind of kind of reminds me of rhythmic gymnastics it you know it's yeah when they when they start almost dancing with it on horseback yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well then I jumped over the hunter's ring with Jeff Cook whose clinic form must have function was all about working on the fundamentals of position on the flat and over fences and it was absolutely great listening to him teach and i take it when you said then i jumped over to the hundreding that that was an accidental pun (laughs) it was an accidental pun yes uh anyway yeah, watching him brought back memories of when I used to teach because I, I used to teach George Morris's methods too. And as an aside, when one of his students came in for a stirrup adjustment, it was great to hear him say, oh, I love that you haven't shaved your horse's ears. That hair is there for a reason, you know. Yeah, yeah along with other facial whiskers. That's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then because I figured the best I could do on my own was to follow at least every session of just one trainer, I went back to follow Jacqueline C.'s second session. Ah. Yeah, she was the only female trainer. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed for the Youth Pro-Am competition just because it's so much fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love the Pro-Am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, that's where they pair a professional with mm-hmm. an amateur. That's yeah. where they get the Pro-Am. Yeah, Pro-Am. And they use the same horse. They usually, well, it's the amateur's horse. Yeah. And they take turns running an obstacle course, and it's a timed event, and it's just too much fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Trevor Murtis, the extreme cowboy race clinician, and his young rider won it. And they came in and set a blazing pace around the obstacle course and no one could catch them although a couple of teams came close well you know it didn't surprise me too much given that he is the obstacle (laughs) race professional of the group yes but even trevor with all of his skills couldn't get the horse to go through the car wash which is just you know as as car washes are in a horse obstacle thing just 
strips of cloth hanging down off the overhead pole. That's so. not what the horse thinks. <laughs> yeah, that's not what the horse thinks. And he did everything he yeah. could. He opened up, he made an opening, and he's like, see, you can go through. And, he, and oh, that horse is having none of it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So Saturday, I began hammering away at interviewing people, and I had already be- begun arranging for them uh, for the interviews on Friday, mm-hmm. so I was really working hard at this. No, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the only other session I watched was uh, Francesca Carson's Liberty Demonstration, which was really excellent, and I'll talk about that in a future episode. Oh, yeah. and, and you did a couple of Facebook Lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I missed them. <laughs> I didn't see them live, I'm sorry. Just as well. I hope nobody did. No. Yeah, I did one early Saturday morning, and if you watched it, you can probably tell I'm not a morning person. <laughs> but I thought, no, no, i got to give people an update. I said I would. Uh, and then I tried to warn you that I was going to have mm-hmm. a special guest in another Facebook Live, and I know you watch that. So I'll let you explain to our listeners <laughs> how you missed it and what, what it was all about. Oh, yeah, J.O.J. I had such a great time years back doing color commentary with him for the yep. Trainers Challenge at the yeah. main event, Red Deer. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a lot of fun. I'm really sorry I missed him. Well, you you say you had plugged your phone and your phone had died and you plugged it in to charge yeah, up. Yeah, I plugged it in to charge up. And yeah, and went back it. in and missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was super excited to hear that he's working on a program for people with PTSD. I love it when horses and their people can help others who are struggling. Yeah, horses can sure make a big difference. They and, you know, certainly I mean, can. even when I'm upset, I'll go out and just spend time with my horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So I just totally agree. So is it time for our interview with Kyle Fisher? I would say, yeah. Yeah, it's probably time. Okay. <laughs> so this is such a fun story. You're, you're um, going to love it. Yeah, I, I'm sure I will. Oh, and by the way, the music you hear in the background is from the Sunday morning alternate to Cowboy Church as they, their celebrant couldn't make oh, that's it. that's too bad. Mm-hmm. So let's have a listen to what uh, Kyle had to say. Alrighty. Well, it's Sylvia Schneider, and I am with Kyle Fisher. I'm at the Main Event Expo in Chilliwack, B.C., and it's 2019. And Kyle, uh, you are one of the trainers in the Trainers Challenge, and I would love you to tell people more about Kyle Fisher, who you are, how you got started with horses, and what you're doing at the Main Event Expo. Hi. Yeah. Um, so... Basically, how I got to the main event expo, Chantel Perel kept putting my name in to get selected. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I've been a longtime friend with her. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's how I ended up here. They contacted me, wanted me to do it. Of course, yeah. I said yes. It's a great, uh, great place to come and get seen. Yep. But as for how I got started with horses, uh, joined the military after I was in university, pay off my debt. Yeah. Um, got myself in trouble in the military. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my punishment was to go down to the riding troop that the Lord Seth Kono Horse has. Oh. And they run kind of a musical ride like the RCMP. Yes. It's yes. just a little more western. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I got sent down there. That's where I started riding horses, and that was about eight years ago. So Lord Strathcona Troop, um, do they work out of the Spruce Meadows, or is that... Like, I don't know how that all works, but I mean, we've watched Lord You've Strathcona's watched. troops lots. Yeah. So um, the troop is basically... It's run by an outside organization of the military, but it's supplied... The people are supplied by the military. Okay. Um, Ron Southern has been a long-time supporter. He yeah. recently passed away, but yes. Spruce Meadows still supports the troop. Yep. They do a lot of funding for the troop, right. and so the troop goes down to every 
um, tournament that they have. Right. And they do all like the Radetskis and the winning laps, and yes. the, you see them standing yes. on posts and stuff like that. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we probably met you before and didn't know who you were. <laughs> probably, yeah. No, uh, that's where I started riding. Basically, we get a crash course on riding a horse there. And uh, I spent actually a lot of time riding with Albert Cly, who recently yes. passed away as well. I know, all the greats. Yeah, they, they just kind of went together there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's where a lot of my English background comes from, is from Albert. I happen to be pretty decent at sitting on a horse. Yeah. And so they'd send me down there to ride with Albert for kind of a week at a time. And I'd come back and I'd kind of teach everyone else kind of what Albert taught you. me. And went back and forth. And I mean... Oh, at the troop, I think the first year I got 3,400 hours in the saddle. Wow. Like, it was... Intense. Yeah. It ride, 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 ride. Yeah. I ended up buying my own horses after I got riding, and so I'd ride in the evenings as well. And that's kind of how I got started in horses. I did three years there. And then yeah. when I got out, I started my own business, mm-hmm. and I've been basically riding 10-plus horses a month for the last five years wow yeah so if you if you were talking if you were your older self talking to your younger self would that have been a surprise to your younger self what you would have been doing oh as like I grew up on a farm we had cattle and sheep and my younger brother had horses okay and I hated horses they were spooky dumb creatures <laughs> like, you know I I was very much um like I was super athletic I did all the sports but I was also very school orientated. I went to yeah. University of Waterloo, University of Manitoba yeah. for mechanical engineering and yeah. biological sciences. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to go become an engineer. Yeah. And when I went to university, I basically didn't have any time in the evenings to do extracurricular. Yeah. And I'm just way too energetic. And so it just drove me nuts. Yeah. So I quit that. I ended up joining the military. But yeah, so I was kind of around horses. Yeah. Never rode them. Yeah. Um, I just thought they were stupid. Like they just, <laughs> but I didn't understand anything about them, right? Exactly. Like they just, they'd run off for no reason. Yeah. And really, you know, they're just how they're programmed. Yeah. It's fight it's or flight, and yeah. you know, they always do something for a reason. It's just yeah. you don't really realize it at the time. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. No. So I was, I was definitely not happy when I got sent down to the mountain troop to ride. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a very... Uh, it was a big punishment. <laughs> yeah, big mental punishment. But I ended up... A horse come in that was trained outside the troop just after I had got there. I got there, like, start of November. This horse showed up end of November. And I just clicked with that horse. So the horse's name was Cinnamon Shock. And, like, just... I got along with him so well. I rode him for two years, and that really made me like riding Wow. Having a horse that would kind of do anything for you yeah. really makes you enjoy it. Yes. So, you know, I see parents kind of buy horses that are, you know, for their kids that the kid can handle and the horse will Over-horsed. listen. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you're not helping that kid really enjoy riding. No. Right? Good horse really makes big impact yeah you have to have the right horse for the right rider to yeah well for, for sure. them to enjoy it right yeah. unless the kid's real gritty and doesn't mind falling <laughs> off all the time and getting back on right but we've met some of those yeah yeah <laughs> they're just very good riders just born to <laughs> yeah. it's in their blood to yeah. love riding right yeah. so 
So the Chantal Perrault connection, how did that come about? <laughs> that comes through the military too. Oh wow. Chantal used to work on the military horses. Yep. She'd, we had about 22 horses there. Yeah. And uh, I was put in charge of the feed program and I was kind of like secondary in the medical yep. just because I worked on a farm. <laughs> Most of the people in the military now come from the city background. Yes. So, yes. you know, I kind of just got slapped with that too because... Yeah. I should know something about feeding large animals because I grew up on a farm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I got to sit with Shan mm-hmm. when she worked on every horse. And of course, being the military, they want every single thing written down. Yes. And I wrote it all down. And then I'd sit with her and basically put it into very basic. Nobody knows about equine anatomy. Right. Right there. They're soldiers. Yes. Right. So, yeah. you know, I kind of broke it down into into simple form and then I'd have to explain it to my higher ups of what's going on with every horse right and you know we do diet changes we do medical changes some stuff had to go on like ulcer meds and and some had to be on like uh, like butte for keep swelling down in certain joints because some of these horses were getting old and yes and they do a lot of hard riding right You know, packing yeah. around new riders every second year is yes. very taxing on a horse's body. Yes, yes it is. So yeah. that's where I met her, and <laughs> when she saw that I was going into training, I actually, she offered me to train out of her place. That's cool. So I started, she helped me get clients, and I started out of her her small little facility outside of just North Edmonton there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's basically like my mother out here we (laughs) go there for christmas and everything too so 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 to the main event is this your first trainer's challenge then no i did two trainer's challenges for mcgregor quarter horses back in alberta they were 60 day though so Mm -hmm. we went went to their ranch we drew horses yeah basically they put them in a small corral and you had to rope them Mm-hmm. and get them halter broke yeah. and get them in the trailer. Right. Those horses, they weren't halter broke, they didn't pick up their feet, they didn't do nothing. And wow. 60 days later, you trailered them down to Pinoca and we run them through an obstacle challenge and the crowd would vote on who wins. Wow. So, yeah. How'd you do there? Um, <laughs> first year, I was second place and we did two horses the first year. Yeah. So I was second place and then second year, I think I was fourth or fifth. Can't quite remember, but... Um, yeah, no, uh, the second year that horse that I trained is now like a cowboy challenge horse. Mm-hmm. I never got along with that horse very well, uh-huh. but uh, the one of the family members bought it, bought it back through the sale that they held at the end, Yeah, and absolutely loves the horse, and they do really well at all the obstacle challenges. Right horse, and, right rider. Yeah. 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 So, no, it's pretty cool to see. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, those were 60-day challenges. I've never done anything like this. Right. No three-day stuff. Right. But... So, um, I've watched a little bit of uh, what you've been doing, and um, tell us about Hank. Um, He's really interesting. He is a very people-oriented horse. Yeah. Um, That was noticed straight away. Yeah. He's very curious about that. Yeah. And I about first 30 seconds when he's in the round pen I could kind of see that he wasn't going to be spooky yeah he was half interested in people and looking around he wasn't necessarily stuck too much to the gate Mm -hmm. and so I just kind of built on that I kept it pretty passive yeah he's definitely a low energy horse yeah I mean him as a three-year-old right now being low energy 
probably as a five-year-old he'd make a really really good horse like mm -hmm. once he really grows into himself yes that wouldn't that would be where you'd have have your really awesome horse yeah. you just have to wait a little bit yeah um but yeah no he's very honest yeah. and you know what he right from the start when i started driving him there yeah. with the flag and kind of just how he responded to me flagging him and driving him out mm -hmm. told me that he wasn't going to be aggressive or right. not a lot of fight in him, right? Mm -hmm. He's very easy to, you know, he kind of wants to always come back to that low level and think about it. Yeah. And so I just push him a little bit, let yep. him come back, think about it. Mm -hmm. Push him a little bit, come back yeah. and think about it yeah. and really he, play on that. He is a thinking horse for yeah. sure. Yeah. Let him play on that and just, you know, where you allow them to rest and have their breathers yes. can really increase their desire to do the obstacles yeah. and to go out and explore stuff right. and so I think I I nailed that pretty good because mm -hmm. the second time they put him in the pen mm -hmm. he walked straight away from the gate and he went and sniffed <laughs> three people that were standing on the outside yeah right yeah. so yeah. that's uh, that's really awesome to see that he's very people orientated right and that we could build on that right um, other than that yeah he's made everything pretty easy but like I said before, if somebody was to nag at him and not really go kind of pressure level one to pressure level ten quick enough, yes, he would get pissy. Yeah. He, he'd, he'd be start, upset. He'd start fighting you yeah. and kind of, you've seen it a little bit in that third lesson there where I was doing the lateral on the fence. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really like picking up his right shoulder. And he started just fighting me with his nose and pulling away and trying to walk off. Right. That's I was wondering if that's what I remembered seeing, whether it was you or whether it was somebody else. But I do remember that. Yeah, that was kind of, we were pushing that limit of him getting mad at me. Yeah. And so, kind of got a little bit of what I wanted. And then I just trotted him out. Yeah. Right? I just released yeah. him forward, let him go. But and then when we come back to it. Yeah, because he's a thinking horse. When yeah. you come back to it, he was, he'll have it figured out. Yeah, he yeah. figured it out. Yeah. And I mean, the last lesson I did there, I was able to more so teach the crowd on him mm -hmm. because he's got enough education that he'll move his fronts kind of how I want him to, yep. move his hind how he wants him to, and yep. I got some face control and mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to explain to the crowd that you want this, and then it's like, oh, we gotta wait till the horse does it now. Yes. Right? And we're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, so it's kind of <laughs> like, for it. wait you know, for it. Yeah. yeah, but. No, he's, he, you know what, I think I read him right, right off the hop, and mm -hmm. it's made it really easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had another lady, you know, I rode him in the first 20 minutes, mm -hmm. right? And I she know. Kinda, she goes, how did you know you would ride him? And, you know, I wasn't really ready for the oh, question. Oh, was that the question from the crowd? No, it was oh. a lady standing outside oh, okay. after I went out, yeah. and yeah. she's like, how did you know you could ride him? I was like, I wasn't really ready, and I was just like, wow, he just kind of told me I could, like, yeah. just his nature, but yes. when I come down to it, it was just, he moved his feet relatively easy, he was low energy, so he wasn't going to try and do anything drastic. Wasn't sticky. Yeah. When I put this, when I jumped on him, he was like a big marshmallow, like, yeah. his muscles were soft, yes. he was soft, yes. he didn't get worked up about it, that yeah. tells me that, like... I can really yes. take some ground from him, and he won't mind. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so. Awesome. So in the next session, which is your last one before the uh, competition, Yes. what do you need to accomplish? I'm running out of things to do in there. Um, so do you have to drag a log? and? Yeah, I've already done. You've I've done all that? Done the bridge, done yeah. the tarp, 
I put a car over his that. head. Okay, and I saw let that. Him around, I was let him around, <laughs> kind of get him ready for the car wash, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Made him kind of push on those pool noodles. Yes. Uh, threw the rope off of him. I roped his legs. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? I drugged the log. I, and you've picked his feet up? Yeah, picked yep. all his feet up and all okay. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're running out of things to do. I'm, yeah, and like I kind of told the crowd, I was like, he's the type of horse that I would not keep in a small area. Like, probably second ride after I walked out, loped him there, mm-hmm. and he just right. went for me. I kind of had to bang on him a little bit, yeah. but he went. Yeah. I would open the round pin gate and just went down the road. Yeah. Because he shows me he's not spooky. Yes. He's not going to go out there into the trees and be like, oh my God, weird tree. Oh my God, weird yeah, rock. No. He, he just needs a big open area yeah. and just to build that forward. Yeah. Right? And is he for one of the ones for, for sale? He is one of the ones for sale, wow. yeah. That'll be interesting. So Somebody's going to get themselves a nice horse. This last lesson before the big thing, I think I'm just going to kind of talk for a little bit. Yeah. Kind of spend 20 minutes talking to the crowd. Yeah. And then I will saddle him up, ride him around quick, kind of work on moving his feet. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'll just unsaddle him and chill out. I want to keep his gas tank as full as possible so that when we go in the big (laughs) arena and have to lope our circles around the outside, that I have enough horse Horse, to do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So do you have a freestyle in mind, or do they allow you to do a freestyle in this one? There is a freestyle. Um, You know what? I'm probably just winging at the end because right now I'm just kind of sitting here like probably won't have enough horse to really do whole lot of freestyle yeah you know what i mean like there's there's bonus obstacles that we can do there's gonna be like a cow dummy out there that you can rope yeah and then uh i can't remember them and i don't yeah. have a sheet on me but there's like yeah. three or four other ones so i'll yeah. probably go do all them yeah um might as well and then after that i don't know maybe just take the head stall off of them and yeah kick them forward and let them roam around great you know so maybe ride them around bareback but right. yeah so okay well so if people want to find out more about Kyle Fisher how do they find it uh, I've got a website I've got the Facebook page and then my cards at my booth there have my cell phone number on them right yeah if you search that, but it's, it's going to be on your website right yeah it's on the website it's also right. on the so, Facebook page so it's kfperformancehorses.com yeah Okay. And if you search KF Performance Horses on Facebook, you'll find me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to do the interview. Yeah, thank you. This is cool. Okay. First time doing an interview. So. <laughs> great. <laughs> well, have a great day and uh, best of luck with uh, the final competition. Thank you. I loved that being sent to work with horses was a punishment. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there should be a cinnamon shock in, in everyone's life, <laughs> yeah. you know. You know, I chatted with Kyle a fair bit after the interview, and he volunteered the details surrounding his military discipline that resulted in the punishment. Huh. And the details are long and exhaustive, but when you get right down to it, Kyle had done nothing wrong. And this was the best example of the universe stepping in. At the I right could, time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Kyle was destined to work with horses. I don't think he really had a choice. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, getting back to the trainer's challenge part of it, it sounds like Hank, his horse Hank, was a pretty awesome laid-back horse. Oh, well, since you mentioned that, it's pretty funny because when they awarded the prize, they said the winner of the trainer's challenge is Hank. 
And Kyle Fisher. <laughs> so, so Hank wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> Hank was really something. Uh, you know, I told my husband Rob he'd make a great next horse for him. Mm-hmm. And I have to share this because it was announced publicly at the event. The horses were available for silent bidding. And it was announced that the reserve bid of 5000 wasn't met for the horses Amos and Woody. But it was also announced that Hank would be going to a new home with... I, I feel like we should have a drum roll here. <laughs> the bid of $10,999. Okay, now we've seen some pretty awesome horses oh, go through gosh. a lot of trainers' challenges, and none of them were being bid on. Yeah. So Hank must have... Blue Roan, you said, right? Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're very pretty on top of it all. On top of but, it all. But, you know, I mean, wow, that's that's an awesome price to pick yeah. up for that horse. Kind of makes up for the other two not selling. Well, it was... Yeah. It was well, she was she was blown away. She was she was choked. She could hardly speak. The, yeah. the owner of um, no, I betcha. Yeah, and she was probably hoping that Hank wasn't going to be bought. I <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think <laughs> so. so. Okay, yeah. well. We'll have the interviews with the other two trainers coming up in the next episode, right? Right, right, yeah. And, you know, I I just want to point out that we have some great exclusive content in the form of interviews with all manner of Olympians and other high-profile athletes, trainers, veterinarians, and many other experts in the equine industry. And actors and actresses too so yeah yeah. so (laughs) those color commentary episodes of joj are in that exclusive content area too right yeah yeah they're in episodes 9a b and c i believe seriously that long ago yes nine eight some of the first episodes you know it was it was like 10 at least over it was over 10 years ago we started this podcast wow. in 2007, Diana. Wow. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to those because I'll just see. They I had great. so much fun there. Okay. Yeah. So people will be amazed and surprised at the information that they're going to hear in those episodes. Not not just those episodes, right. but all of those wonderful yeah. old episodes. Yeah, yeah, they certainly would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you were lucky enough to lock in your exclusive content subscription during the flash sale that ended at midnight on Canadian Thanksgiving Day, uh, Monday, October 14th. Good on you, and thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. So one thing, you know, I guess it kind of tripped me up a little. One thing you might want to know is that when you go to subscribe, it looks like you're subscribing to a course. Oh, right? that's because the content is on a course platform, and I'm I'm just using it for something a little different. And, and you know, I mean, when I think about it, it is kind of like a course. There's an awful lot of information in <laughs> it's there. It's true, so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And remember, the monthly subscription rate will continue to rise as more information is added. So right mm-hmm. now, there's about 50 episodes in there mm-hmm. with all the ABCs and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, don't wait to subscribe. Uh, go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash inclined and look for our products in the About section. There you go. So, Diana, um, we always kind of look for new events on the horizon. And right now, I guess we have Farm Fair on this side of Canada and the Royal Horse Show almost all the way on the other side. Right, and I guess for this year anyway, we'll be staying on this side of the country again. Uh, Yes, regrettably. I really want to make it to the Royal one of these years. Mm -hmm. So... What we're going to be able to see when we go to Farm Fair is the Extreme Cowboy Race Competition and the clinic, and also the Equine Wellness Expo will be happening at Farm Fair. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah. I think we should also make sure that people know a little bit about our Facebook group. 
And what I really like is that after so many years of not really interacting with our listeners, we're finally getting an opportunity to engage and have conversations with listeners. And it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Did you know also, Diana, that on the Facebook page, if I add a poll, pages allow only two poll options, basically like yes or no or whatever, and groups allow more options, plus giving members the chance to choose more than one answer and add their own answer if they prefer. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's it's like so much more conversive and engaging. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And you and I create a personalized welcome video for every new member, and we generally do that when we get together to record the episode each mm-hmm. week. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. So depending on when you make your join request, you might have to wait a little for us to get together. Although I try to get the episode out each Friday, we could record any time from Monday to Thursday. So don't wait to hit the join button. Yeah, so it's it's definitely growing and that is exciting to see. And it would be great to see even more people engaging in our conversations. Yeah, it'd be great. When you join as a member, please answer the three questions when going through the join process. And how do our listeners find this group? Uh, to join the group, go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and click on Visit Group located at the top right of the page on desktop. You can't really miss it on mobile. It's pretty much in your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> Answer the questions, please, and we'll see you on the inside. And if people aren't on Facebook, please let us know what your favorite social media platform is. Yes. You can reach us by email at podcast at canadaequine.com. Hey, did you know that when you like our page, you'll hear your name when we welcome you at this spot in our next episode? <laughs> yeah, we always like to welcome our newest visitors to the Equinely Inclined Facebook page. And speaking of which, right now we'd like to give a big welcome to... Trevor, from somewhere. <laughs> and Jocelyn, from our Jocelyn. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Our next episode will be after Farm Fair. We'll probably have some new interviews coming out of Farm Fair, and we'll still be putting out interviews from the main event expo in Chilliwac. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll be doing some Facebook Lives from Farm Fair as well. No doubt. If you want to make sure you're seeing all the Facebook Live videos, join the Facebook group because there's extra engagement there. And if you're one of those horse-crazy people, or if you know a horse-crazy person who doesn't know how to fill that horseless void, let us know. We want to help. And please, find someone new (laughs) to introduce to horses. You are way ahead of me on that one (laughs) this month, for sure. So, until our next episode, bye from Sylvia Schneider. And Diana Belbar. And give your horses big hugs for us.